2: Everyone and welcome to History Leaves. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Today we're going to talk about the death of Miss Bonnie Lee Blakely. Blakely. Bakley.
3: All
2: right. Yeah, we're going to talk about her. She's a piece of work, Brandy. I mean, we don't like to, um, you know, no one need no one be brutally murdered. Well, Colonel, I guess. Some people should be brutally murdered.
4: We don't like the victim judge on this show, but we're going to judge this this woman kind of harshly, Timmy. You no,
3: know what?
2: Right, but then just let's just make it through. Okay. Well, I mean, like we were just discussing off off Mike that uh, like AT and T deserves a terrible death.
3: This is not the airing of
4: grievances today. It should be. It's, it's festivistic. Festiv- this is uh, it's, New Year's this, Eve.
2: Getting ready for a new year, Colonel.
4: Well, twenty twenty three has been uh, Shit show. basically kicked me in uh, in the sack every morning that I got out of bed, Timmy. <laughs> literally, <So>. literally. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Uh, I'm, I don't
2: know, man. I think 2024 is going to be much worse. But really, let, let me introduce uh, let me tell you, settle what
3: down, chicken little
2: Jesus, God, is that we are a comedy podcast. You might not think we're a comedy podcast, you might not laugh at any anything we say, but we are a comedy podcast, and we sometimes Use adult language.
4: Well, you, Which, is that we we well? we don't want to point fingers, Timmy, but what we're on video, so and we can point fingers now. There we go. <laughs> There's the big finger being pointed at. Over there. Brandy sometimes and, use
2: foul and. uses foul language, uh, but sometimes so it's, it's necessary. necessary. If our language offends you, you might want to check out a different podcast.
4: Well, they're probably going to do that after the show anyway. They're probably going to do it 15 minutes into this show. But
2: Let me introduce our panel. I am joined, as always, by the very lovely and talented, uh, the lady who is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent. have a would you have a christmas message for your subject?
3: well it's after it's after christmas so i would just say being a customer service worker at this point and having worked the holidays i wish for all of people listening that they would act like they've been in public before and not like the assholes that come into my store who evidently cannot fucking get their shit together at the self checkout.
4: So all, That's all I'm I just just to be clear, I feel like you're using the word service loosely generously there. Because I could imagine being the poor bastard coming up to you at whatever establishment you're in and asking you for assistance on a day when it's not been a particularly good day for you
3: first of all let me tell you something
4: she's like a karen in reverse
3: i'm not <laughs> a karen in reverse like
0: there are plenty
3: correct there are plenty of karen's up here in lebanon <laughs> but i am not one of them i have met most of them now but i am i am not one of them and let me tell you something charles I
2: mean, do you like keep your phone with you all the time so you can get yeah. some karen in, in the wild I I know, and I did. Brandy's not a Karen.
1: She's a caring. That's what Brandy is. Thank you, Sad. Now, let me tell you
3: something. And Chuck, tell me what you would do in this situation, okay? Because I'm just dying to know. This guy comes into my little self-checkout area, and he's on a self-checkout, and he's muttering and trying to scan this thing, and it won't scan. And so I stood up, and I said, Sir, do you need some help? And he turns around and he goes, is there anybody working here? (laughs) I am. Sir, do you need some help?
1: Oh, this story gets better. No, I'm just a civilian asking if you need help. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I'm like, do you need some help? He goes, this card won't work. So, okay. So I go walking over and I said, well, let me see the card. And he hands it to me, and it is a gift card that's got, like, four restaurants on it, Cracker Barrel, Red Lobster, and a couple other restaurants. And I said, this is the card you're trying to use to pay here at Target. And he's like, yeah, I don't understand why it won't work. And I said, because we are not Cracker Barrel or Red Lobster or whatever. (laughs) And he goes, well, it says my choice on here. I said – Yeah, I get that. But this is not one of the choices. (laughs) This isn't a choice. Now, what am I supposed to do with that? What? I don't even... And he was furious. (laughs) Furious. And he's on the the phone. It's It's just a choice, Randy. That's what I'm saying. So I can buy a Target gift card and go to Walt Disney World and be like, hey, my choice. (laughs) My choice is I want to be here. So, what the fuck? (laughs) So, I mean... You know, and I, t- and I told somebody who was, when I was on break, I'm like, I hope he tells this story to his children. I hope this motherfucker tells that story to his children and they just look at him and go, hey, dick knows. We got this so you could go get some fucking, you know, sweet potato casserole at goddamn Cracker Barrel, not try and buy fucking post-its at Target. That would be a Target gift card. So this is, I mean, this is my whole fucking
2: I mean, if you were a truly dedicated employee, you were going to say your that compassion is a uh... barrel and have them work out in exchange with you. Oh,
3: yeah, but I'm not, though. That would be going I, above
2: and beyond. Fuck. I don't give a fuck about that guy. I don't give
3: a fuck about Target. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I'm getting paid, and you're just fucking in my way right now <laughs> with your bullshit. So, so fuck all the way off with hold it. Hold on.
4: I think we I think we hit on an important part here your your philosophy regarding customer service. I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about anything. I'm getting paid. Is, is that what I, you yeah. highlighted in your on your resume? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you. I don't merry motherfucking Christmas.
1: Exactly. Well, I will yeah, really. As someone who's worked retail My past, husband has a
4: retirement plan.
1: It is a bitch at Christmas time. You want to murder every motherfucker that walks through that door. Every motherfucker. Every Let me tell woman. you.
3: I had another girl that came in. She was probably, I don't know, 17, 18 years old. And she had a gift card. And I don't know why nobody knows how to use a gift card. Like, they're looking at me like, I don't know what to do. Dude, scratch off the part that says, scratch off. And then it will work. I'm just the basic instruction, whatever. So this little girl hands me her gift card. I don't know how to do this. Okay, I'm going to teach you. Do you have a coin? What? A coin? I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Nickel, dime, quarter, coin. A coin. Oh no. This. I mean, I don't. I don't have it in me well, just, it don't I, I, I you don't It's amazing. Have it's amazing, and you know what? Every person that works customer service is going to tell you, "I don't give a shit about you. I don't give a shit about your stuff. I barely well, give I don't a shit about the place I work." They actually say
4: that out loud. So uh, I, yes, I they, they do. You just don't the, hear them. I heard the you say they it to themselves. <laughs> um, I've heard you say it. I well, yeah, I've said it plenty of times, but. I don't think anybody expects customer service
3: from me. They don't expect anything from you. That's the problem.
4: That, you know what? I have lived a long time to craft my life to be that way. Don't expect a goddamn thing. You know, you know what? I, like I
2: find it works, Chuck. Is tucking your pant leg into your sock? Yeah, people has low. People have lower expectations of you. Walk around like that.
4: Well, oh, you can, know, here's what I found. Or
2: to wet me. yourself or something. I mean, they just, it just automatically. Yeah, Chuck, you oh, should yeah. definitely
1: wet
5: yourself.
2: What
1: Chuck I is the found... embodiment of the "Gin Blossoms" lyric. If you don't expect too much from me, you might not be let down.
4: That's right. Chuck right there.
1: The Gin Blossoms.
4: My my, my daughter just yes on Facebook the other day about wisdom she's gained from me over the years. What? And I've told her. I told her at twelve years old, I can cannot believe she remembered it, that there are two types of people in this world. People who will have disappointed you and people who have not disappointed you yet. <laughs> you you're basically like the great white shark they put in the swimming pool at the hotel. You know, I'm you say like that, you don't no. have a choice, but it's the people, the innocent victims, jumping in the swimming pool that don't really have the choice. I didn't Play know I was just walking into Target, hoping to get a, you know, a scarf. Listen, from my grandma Nelly. No, and then, listen, no, no, listen, if
3: you're up there and I got I 20 got people in line, no, if you're up there and I got 20 people in line, and all of a sudden I look at you and you're letting your three-year-old Comquat and her brother, you know, whatever the fuck, Samsung over there, scan all your little shit, get the fuck out of my line. You're taking, not the time for that. It's not. The time. If I put a big sign on a machine that says "card only," don't look at me and go, "Why isn't it taking cash?" Because it says "card only" right fucking there, right there. What the fu- Oh, I didn't even see that. What the fuck is happening? So what and the then fuck that, is yeah. happening? Basically, so this- it's lit up with neon, and these fucking people can't tell. And then, why isn't it taking it? What's going on, motherfucker? Right there. People are rude. People are nasty. They cut in front of each other in line. Then they almost get in a fight. That was fun. I was encouraging that a little bit. So oh. you,
4: what you're saying in a nutshell, this this has not been the most festive of seasons for you.
3: Fucking hell.
4: I well, just I would, don't
1: understand. It's like people lose all good sense. I And I would think working the self-checkout area would be harder too because – People like me, I go through self checkout so I can avoid talking to someone.
0: So yeah, you've already so I don't got care. people. The,
1: well, I mean, but you've already got people in the self checkout that you know probably don't want to interact with anyone. So they're going to be sour yeah. motherfuckers anyway, right? Yeah. I and mean, You know that off the rip. But well, you don't have gonna, to be sour. Well, you no, just but not I'm not want to talk to anybody, and I respect that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why I go through it. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to interact with anyone. You know, I want to. I respect that. Out but
3: when you're coming through my line and your cart overfloweth. Oh yeah, with That's the best. shit, and now I've got thirty people in line waiting to use it, and you're over there checking all the prices. And then when you get done, you stand in front of my fucking machine and want to read your receipt. Get the fuck, <laughs> get the fuck to the holding area over there. I don't get get, get the fuck over there by cards. I'm done. This was I hadn't worked retail during the holidays in a long time, and boy, now I know why
1: experience.
4: So, and so well, do
3: they. That's fine. First of all, fuck you. I ran all four of them little self-checkout registers and a regular register on Christmas Eve. So, piss off, wanker.
4: I feel like you should be paying us $75 an hour, devil. And I you, feel like I should be, too. I,
3: You know what? Because of my knee, I do have a little bar stool that I get to sit on. Oh, do you?
4: Oh, I hey, do. Hey. That's a reasonable explanation. So I'm basically all... what you're telling me is they have hired bouncers at Target. Basically
1: you have to. The day the day before Christmas Eve. The day before Christmas Eve, Melissa sends me to Jungle Gems to get salami and a Ooh. couple of things. So I, I walk up to the meat counter and the guy, Hey, can I help you? And I said, Yeah, I need two pounds of salami because we were making salami roll ups. And he says, Well, what kind of salami? Oh, I was not prepared. Comments. I was not prepared for such an inquisition. And I said, yeah, there's all kinds regular salami. And he said, well, what are you using it for? And I said, we're going to make salami roll-ups. And he said, so you want hard salami? I'm like, well, yeah, what else is there? So he starts there to is. rattle yeah. off. Yeah. All these Genoa. And, I, and I'm just like, oh, okay, I, I don't know. And the woman next to me is giggling and she's like, yeah, you were, you were sent on a chore and weren't given all the information, obviously, or don't have all the information. I'm like, I felt so dumb. Like, regular you know what, salami? I don't know what the fuck, you know? Here's the thing. Had you gone to Kroger, they'd have got that for you.
3: But since you went all she to Jungle Gems, they got <laughs> 85 things of salami. Mm-hmm. Some's made with, you know, ostrich meat. Some's made with bison, whatever. They have all that shit. So you, that's yeah. what you get for being a little she salami shopper. Little ho- hoity That's what you fucking get. Hoity toity Jungle
1: Gems salami. Fuck
3: you. Go to Kroger. They already have pre cut hard salami.
1: And they will
3: slap it on the thing just for
1: you. Maybe I've learned my lesson. Just go there instead. Yes, lesson. because actually, what we got from there was really thick cut too, and I'm not used to that. It's like I wanted, thin. yeah, gross. No, but, gross. I yeah, think
4: so. I I think, and I'm using maybe street lingo here, but I think what most people when they are wanting salami, they want the thick, hard salami. Most okay.
3: People, Tim, just let's move. This has been a lot of brandy brand time. I just this. It's
2: it's been too much brandy Damn, time. Stop time. Stop with your Stop fucking mouth. All the brandy time for the end of the year. I hear everybody Let me introduce the man, brandy, who is uh, as we live in these very troubled times. As we we're going into an election year, where you know democracy, Colonel, may be on the ballot.
3: Oh my God, Jesus!
2: A man who is known as an oasis. In the desert of despair.
3: Nope.
2: A best-selling author. Nope. Is a uh, now famous book. It's it's a recently passed. Great Expectations, Colonel.
3: Oh my a. God!
2: Yeah. Number ten best-selling book of all time, Charlie. I mean,
3: great expectations. We have no expectations.
2: Well, he is brandy. Only the Bible really is with beyond his reach.
3: Jesus As God. A, oh my God, best-selling book. in a fucking sidecar. Will you stop? We're gonna get so many fucking letters and shit.
2: Strongly worded emails. The Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Waters the Third. Affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman, how are you today, Colonel?
4: Timmy, I'm fine. I'm I'm wonderful today. Timmy, I uh, all uh, I, I had the boys home, and I have to tell you, Taylor gave us the gift of Christmas. Gave me the gift of Christmas, Timmy. That uh was was probably the best gift i've gotten from any of my children i didn't particularly get it but 2 days into his stay here <coughs> taylor tested positive for covid oh, oh man. man which the meant bed. which meant all the little family gatherings and everything else taylor could not oh. attend and i am not one to leave my child home <laughs> by himself <laughs> in the I, holiday season. Know,
2: that's often... Look me at simple. you.
4: You're not one to do that. No. No, no, no. So, Taylor and I, on New Year's Eve, we ate cheese cones and we watched football.
3: Tonight's New Year's Eve. Just... I know you're... I know as you get run, older that Christmas the days Eve. run together. There you go. Okay.
4: But I, all I do right, have Dad. to tell you, I do have to tell you this. At my advanced stage, Timmy, mm-hmm. it, I had to have a wisdom tooth
1: removed. Ew. Yeah.
4: Yes, I yeah. did. And they told me that, you know. Man, you just fall apart. They told me, don't vape. You're going to get a dry socket. Dry socket. Said, okay, what do yeah. I do when I get a dry socket? Because I'm not going to stop vaping. And she, it was it a very, very surgeon. And she said, well, when it starts to hurt, she said, our problem is we're going to do this on a Thursday. It's probably going to start to hurt you on Sunday. So she gave me instructions, but I got the dry socket and I went back and got it fixed and all is right with the world. But it's well you got to be careful of
2: those dry sockets, Colonel. Are you wearing a cardigan? Yes. Huh? Are you wearing a cardigan?
4: I'm wearing a hoodie.
1: I was thinking it was a members only jacket.
2: I'm wearing a hoodie. He's the last member. Look at <laughs> <last> member. <laughs> I am your
4: fuck. I'm fucking Obi Wan. No, you're not, Colonel. No, Obi. you're not. Shut yeah.
3: your whore mouth.
2: Shut your whore mouth.
4: So, so that was how my <clears throat> my Colonel year ended.
2: Obi. Now, Colonel, and, have you ever ran into a dry socket before?
4: Um. Only if they're okay. over, over 30, Timmy, because that's really when All the right. vagina breaks down and stops working. All properly. Right.
3: Moving I got on. a chapter
4: in the book for that. I get a
3: movie. Every couple on. of months, I get
4: a 55 gallon drum of aircraft oil delivered to my house. Oh, so that usually takes care of it. Yeah. Nice. What the? F- I'll tell you what, use-
1: that good old Kentucky jelly, jelly. works pretty well too.
4: Ah, that, you can you, you burn through that. It depends on the speed, you know, <laughs> what, what oh. kind of speed you're going at. You go you get you get Okay, the, wait a minute. EPM I just wouldn't so. note it. Twenty five minutes or, in, in. Twenty five yeah. minutes in.
3: Can we talk about Bonnie? Well I'm just
2: like, thinking, Trillium Trillium just had jelly enough time a is, is pretty good product to use.
4: What is? Oh my god.
2: Petroleum jelly.
4: Nope. No, no,
2: no, no, no! That could lead to
3: infection. He knows better. He knows bacteria. better. You stop! Yeah. Yeah. He's just riling you up,
4: and you just but get right into I will it. I would tell you, Crisco, yeah. the the hard oh. Crisco that works fine, Timmy. Crisco, you just keep a tub there. Get yourself a good, good a Quiet, quiet, quiet! Control
2: of this shit. Up. Yeah, you know
3: with the
1: great thing is getting cold. with this software, I can actually mute. Everyone's mic. So, oh, you know. thank you, baby Jesus.
2: <laughs> we are also joined, as always, by our producer Matt Thad. How are you today, Thad?
1: <laughs> I uh, I am doing great. I I want to show off one of the best gifts I got for Christmas. So I collect Funkos. It's like Star Wars Funkos and Doctor uh, Who and yeah. stuff like that. So my my wife bought me. She had this made. It yes. is a personalized Thad Funko. So he's got his blue jeans, his black t-shirt, which is what I always wear. He's got a lightsaber. And then even his hair is a little darker on the top, like mine is. And then it gets gray around the back and in the beard. But looks just like Mm me. I mean, we're we're, we're practically twins. Yeah. I mean, we're practically twins. She always always finds really great gifts. So that was cool. Yes, I see your little stupid
3: Funko that's not you. So I don't know what the, your point is. <laughs> Everybody's got a fucking Funko. Like me.
1: Eh.
3: It's, it's not you anything hel- like you. you. Put a helmet There's on. Nothing- it,
1: could, it could be Chuck. No, you know, you Chuck's never know. trying to be
3: third asshole guy. That's all he's trying to do. So he can take his Funko and shove it up his ass because it means nothing.
1: Oh, good. We got another one. What, what, what is that, Colonel?
4: That is that is Thomas Paine, the father oh, of the revolution. Oh, okay. All right. That looks like
2: that. that's an original
1: he, Funko. He's just trying to be third asshole guy. Just move on.
3: I cannot. But uh, so many. I,
2: mean, I think, you know, I've seen Chuck reading Common Sense all the time.
1: No, I don't know. Oh, who we got there? Nice. Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky. Okay. Do See, I, need, I, I don't need to even be here for this. I, I, am, need to, can I Can I run
3: errands and be back before we start?
0: Can right. I do that? I don't need to be here.
3: For Chuck, showing us all his stupid ass display. I mean, I nobody like cares he about. A, I He's trying like to do it to show better. you up. He's yeah. trying to do it to show you up. Look, I got one that looks like me. Well, look, is I got innocent t- and this an innocent.
4: That was Aristotle,
1: there, Timmy. Oh, okay. okay, all right. It's it's turned into show and tell. Brandy, do you have anything you want to show off? Okay, go <laughs> <I like, laughs> on, devil, no, show, no, him.
3: show <laughs> him. All right, let's, uh let's. Let's. read the goddamn it. story about <laughs> this.
1: By the way, happy new year to our listeners. Happy 2024. We're going to kick
2: it off. Let's do it. 2024. All right. Let's talk a little bit about Bonnie Lee. If you're not familiar with the name, you probably are. And you probably forgot about her, but, uh, Bonnie Lee. Bakley was the wife of, uh, Robert Blake actor. And, uh, Robert Blake, of course, uh had his own TV series back in the 1970s called Beretta, where what was the catchphrase, Colonel?
4: Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Oh no, <laughs> don't do it. Ah!
2: Very good, Colonel. Yes, he was uh he was a TV star in the 1970s. He actually started he started his career as a child actor. With uh, the little rascals, Colonel. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, there was a lot of horny little bastards trying to sleep. Yeah, there were. Uh, what was their name? Darla. 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 Yeah. Even Chubby was trying to get in on that, Colonel. Spanky. No, Spanky definitely was in on that. But, yeah. Uh, Spanky but
4: There was kind of self sufficient. That's hence the name. Spanky, his real no. name was Bobby but, uh, they, 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 Nobody, nobody think thinks Spanky so. is his oh, Christian
3: oh. name, Chuck Nobody thinks Spanky is his Christian name for fuck <laughs> How day. do you think
4: he got the name Spanky? I, because he's,
3: no, or he got his ass whooped all the time I don't know But I don't remember there being a little rascal named Chubby
2: Yeah, he was that well, one. Well, he mean. might have been in the Our Gang series but Yeah yeah. You can look, there's, there's a Chubby there he was like, I don't know, he was you know, he was like, he wasn't a main character, but there was also let's see uh, Nope, 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 nope
3: Let's not go down this path, let's just go right back to the path we were on
2: Let's Uh, not diverge from where we are There's some other ones
4: Norman Myers Norman Myers uh, who who, uh, died very young in 1936, he was only 22 years old Twenty one years old was chubby. We can
3: do
1: an
4: now, entire know, we did an, we did an episode
1: on. series.
4: So we did
3: one on our
1: Alfalfa. Yeah. So according, was according to IMDB, Robert Blake, Blake it. in, in nineteen thirty-nine on Captain Spanky's showboat played the character Mickey, but was uncredited.
2: Yeah. So how roads how roads produced those? and 1930 uh, I mean, that, this
1: guy this guy had a crazy career i mean he is so much on imdb yeah, 1939 yeah, yeah. Was, all the way up to 97 this guy was working
2: yeah yeah I, he, was a big, he was a big star back in the 70s
1: yeah
4: hey noah how you doing hey noah
2: hey no
4: he's gone you know, now okay, I gotta, you. this is. I just want this to be a cautionary tale about Chubby. Chubby had okay. himself up over three hundred pounds. Okay. Yeah, he was. And then he, was he went to it. Johns Hopkins. They found out he had a glandular disorder. They fixed it. He dropped down to one hundred and forty pounds, his ideal weight. But the rapid weight loss caused myocarditis, mm. and he dropped over dead at twenty-one years old. That's why I don't lose weight. Yeah, it was also
1: Stymie.
4: Stymie, Waldo yeah, stymie, yeah we all know
3: Waldo was okay. The again, was was Bonnie Lee Bakley in the Little Rascals?
2: I know, but she married. It, whatever, I said, married Robert Blake, who was in. She did the Little Rascals. But okay.
3: nobody so let's, gives a fuck.
2: Let's, let's talk about Bonnie Blake. Uh, Bonnie Blake Bakley, because. As I said, starting this, she she was a piece of work. I mean, we don't like to we don't like to, you know, talk bad about the vi- victims. But man, she was a piece of work. But anyway, let's let's go. On, mm-hmm. on May fourth, two thousand and one, Bonnie Lee Bakley was shot to death, and her husband's who was Dr. Robert Blake. Parked car in Los Angeles. But the question is, and remains, who actually pulled the trigger? At first glance, the murder of Bonnie Lee Bakley seemed like a simple criminal case. Bakley had been fatally shot two times while sitting in her parked car on May 4, 2001. She was like uh, the the, uh, wife of Archduke Ferdinand Colonel. She was just sitting in her car. Minding her own business. Minding her own business. Someone comes up and blows her away. Her husband, the actor Robert Blake, admitted that he left he left, he had left briefly, her briefly to retrieve a gun from a nearby Los Angeles restaurant called Vidalos. Vitalos? I don't know if that I'm spelling it right. Nothing right, probably not. Vidalos, I don't know, but where the couple had just had dinner, so they went out to dinner. They have this nice restaurant. They leave the restaurant. Robert Blake says, "Oh, I forgot my gun in the restaurant." I'm not sure how you forget your gun in the restaurant, Mm -hmm. but he said, "Oh, I forgot my gun." So he parks. He goes back to the restaurant to pick up the gun, and while he's away, someone comes up to the car and murders Bonnie Lee Bakelet. So that's what happened. Uh, Now, there was nothing simple about Bonnie Lee Bakley. Um, She was, you know, as I said, we don't like to blame the victim, but she was a well-known con artist uh, with an obsession with uh, various... uh, Celebrities. She was into celebrities, Brandy. What's your thought on that?
3: Well, I mean, she certainly got herself some kind of celebrity.
2: But there was nothing simple about her, as I said. A lost soul. She's been described as a lost soul who'd been married ten times, Brandy. What do you think about that?
3: That's stupid. Stupid. She's stupid.
2: She had chased uh, Dean Martin. Mm-hmm. Dino, as uh, those of us in the rat pack would call him. Yeah. Dino.
4: Okay.
2: And the killer, Jerry Lee Lewis, which you really don't want to date. You don't want to marry Jerry Lee Lewis because I think he had like four wives die. Yeah. Uh, check that out, Thad. Do some research on that.
4: Jerry uh-uh. Lee Lewis.
2: I think he Remember- had. That's why they called him the killer. His wives always would die.
1: Well, he liked to fuck thirteen-year-old girls too. He so. didn't like yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't that, was that was my point. He heart.
2: was actually prosecuted in England for bringing his thirteen-year-old wife there.
1: Yeah, he was. Yeah, he had seven spouses. Seven. Yeah, he was. I
2: think some of them died.
1: Described um, as rock and roll's first great wild man. The
2: killer. They called him the, the killer. The killer. That's right. That's
1: what they called him.
2: He, of course, his famous, most famous uh, song was, uh, Colonel, you know it? Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Thank you, Colonel. Thank you, Colonel. Great balls of fire. Yes.
3: Chuck, Chuck's recording today in a hookah lounge, Evidently, <laughs>
2: You can't even see him. It's like, his, it's like his office. And then someone comes in and says, are, are you, you vaping, are vaping you in here? here? No. <laughs> I mean, why no.
4: would you think that?
2: No, Ooh. no. It's my
3: diffuser. It's my diffuser for my seasonal you know, mood disorder. Uh, you
4: know, Jerry Lee Lewis, he was the original sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Timmy.
2: Yeah, he was. He he was. He really uh, was.
1: His family reunions must have been fucked up.
2: <laughs> anyway, she also had a relationship. Hold on.
1: Let, let me let me let me throw this out because this is a funny funny anecdote. Like- so when they when he and his third wife. Yeah. Myra Gale Brown, the thirteen-year-old first cousin once removed, when they went when the Heathrow right. Airport in London, she exclaimed, or he ex- told, told them that she was not thirteen; she was actually fifteen.
4: Oh, oh. I still don't think that makes okay, it okay. Better. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> but in his mind, I mean, Jimmy, do you, yeah. know. They right. know, uh, Timmy, you
4: right? know why? Actually, why they called him the killer, Jimmy? It girl. says a lot about it. He was 13 years old, got in a fight with a grown man, took the grown man's tie and tried to choke him to death with it and people had to pull him off of him. <laughs>
2: yeah, he had a, a wild life. Tried to but
4: strangle it, the man with his own tie. We can get into that on his own
2: fucking episode, but
1: that now
3: episode. let's
1: talk about well, She mom. Also, also struck up a relationship to podcast with Marlon Brando's
2: to son. Now, talk about dysfunctional. She... Well right. Uh, you know as you know he was he served time for manslaughter, Colonel. He, he uh he killed his uh gr- sister's boyfriend. Uh but anyway, uh she eventually wed uh Robert Blake. So he was the winner. You know, she Dean Martin Jerry Lee. She's old Christ, Christian dodged a bullet, but uh unfortunately well, unfortunately, she didn't dodge a bullet. That's the point of the story. But Robert Blake wow.
4: was—you got to be quick uh, if you're going to date Beretta.
2: <laughs> Robert Blake married her, and uh, of course, he's best known for his role in the 1970s com- uh, crime drama Beretta, where he was a played a private detective. And he came out Philadelphia, <clears throat> and he had a uh, he had a bird, didn't he, Colonel?
4: Yeah yeah a cockatiel, Timmy.
2: What was that what was his name? I forget. Can you give that to Andy to see if she can look that up?
4: Danny, look up uh Danny, give me Beretta's bird's name. A known grifter.
3: So you don't even any-
4: A known Jesus grifter, Blake, Bonnie Lee Blakely had
2: plenty of enemies. And since Blake Layla. What? Layla, the cockatoo. Okay, Layla. Layla. No, Layla. She was a showgirl.
3: Mm-hmm. I was Layla.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, and eventually, so she, so she had a lot of enemies. Uh, and since Robert, she Blake, was a grifter, Timmy. She was uh, a grifter.
4: She was a she grifter. Was a grifter. Yeah, we know, listen,
3: I am not ringing in the new year with you motherfuckers today. (laughs) It's 11.23 in the morning. Can we do this so I can get my shit done?
4: Exactly what shit you need to get done. What's more important than our listeners, Brandy? Because you don't seem like the most domesticated of women to me. And she doesn't
2: seem like she cares a lot about our listeners right now. About anybody.
4: I want you to look. You see all that? See it?
1: I got to go through all (laughs) of that stuff. I mean I, been
2: there about,
1: we just I feel like I'm in her line at Target. That's how I feel like I'm being treated over here.
4: <laughs> yeah. And asking well, for change for a five. Right. Can you All give right. me five? Let's,
1: let's get
2: back to the story. Can I use
1: Walmart gift card here at Target. Can I do that? Is that okay?
3: I swear to God. I uh, fine, fine, fine. A, I'm good fine. I don't care.
2: It's not like I get a bonus. Brandy, would you like me to come in to your self-checkout and help me?
3: I'd like for you to read the rest of this goddamn introduction. That's what I'd fucking like.
2: Bonnie Lee Bakeley was born on June seventh, 1956. She was born one day after the day, Colonel, but, you know, like 15 years later.
4: <laughs> yeah. 11. So it doesn't matter at all. Well, I, okay. I'd like
2: to point out, Brandy, her mother was pregnant during the holidays. She was. Now, she well, wasn't all big and, you know, something. all that. But, you know, she was you know, four or five months pregnant by then. Three months, I guess.
3: Yeah, sure. She yeah, was born sure, in sure,
2: Worson, sure. New Jersey, which is quite a coincidence, Brandy, because Robert Blake was born in New Jersey.
3: Hmm. I mean, so they were born in the same state. That's crazy. March,
2: March, Marjorie Smith. Who was uh, her sister, Bonnie Lee Bakley's sister, <clears throat> was indeed uh, was uh, whose her sister said she was introduced to sexual concepts at a very young age. Her sister told ABC News that they grew up near a nudist colony, <clears throat> and that ba- that when Bakeley was around eleven years old, they went to the colony for a clothes on swim day. So basically, you know, it was, they went there when they were wearing clothes and swam in the swimming pool. However, it was actually a close off day. So her sister never went back after that, but Bonnie Lee returned frequently. Yes, she liked the nudists, uh, camp at a very early age, and says that some adults at the colony soon started taking advantage of her. She started posing for sexual photos by the age of fourteen, and began selling them to older men.
4: Well, uh, Bonnie, well, is her, her
1: mother was Mother of the Year. Yeah, I don't she know what
2: entrepreneurial
4: going spirit.
1: There and there, she recognized a market that needed filled.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, she was the uh, you know, was the uh, um, uh, whatever the what's the site where you pay for new photos? OnlyFans, yeah, OnlyFans of its time, I guess. I've heard that I've heard, <laughs> you know. Well, the Colonel, you know, has an account there.
4: I do, and Rudy has kernel, one too. I'm
2: sure you get a lot of uh, traffic there.
4: It's you know, it's it's hit or miss to me. The holidays, you know, slow down, a down bit. during the holidays. Yeah, now did Brandy just leave? Did she just walk out? She's I'm here, she's done
1: with you.
2: Brandy, uh, what do you think about being on OnlyFans?
3: I'm disgusted by the entire concept that Chuck would be on there. So, got,
4: anyway. if, if you want to get there, I got. My latest, my latest picture is uh, me in a Santa hat and Santa boots and nothing else, Timmy. Now you got the. Uh, right. the
2: are you doing the diaper thing for new, baby New Year? Colonel? Don't do that
4: anymore, Timmy. <clears throat> Those people are weird, <laughs> and they don't pay well.
1: <laughs> and if you if uh, you use code the Colonel, you'll pay fifteen percent more for your membership. Yeah, that's right. So that's right. Make sure you plug that in.
2: Yes, check out OnlyFans and check out the Colonel's uh, page there. He will be doing uh, private shows uh, for the new year, so check that out.
1: And, and and the most busy time of year is going to be, of course, Valentine's Day. Yeah, so that's you coming might want to bring your
2: significant other and and have a uh, joint session.
1: There you go. Him. He he will fulfill all requests yeah. for the appropriate tip. Mm.
2: So, Bakley, Bakley eventually realized talk. the value of new photos. As an adult, she placed ad in swinger magazines where she made up different stories about why she needed money. When men responded, Bakley would send them nudes. So, it was like, you know, sending a pic, you know, a nude pic back in the day before it was nude pics. Her con slowly grew in scope and she stole credits.
3: Snail mail <laughs> she was stealing
2: credit cards and forged driver's license to make her alias seem more legit.
5: Mm.
2: She dropped out. Monty Lee dropped out of high school at the age of sixteen and decided to go to New York City. New York, to, New York City. to pursue a career in modeling and acting at the Barbizon School of Mar- Modeling. I thought they were a school of Barbizon. or something.
3: No, no, Barbizon. Do you want to be a model, and then they like put up all pictures, and you it. had to go see
1: Barbazon. I remember that they used to advertise all Are those over. There's the, the place. people that would like come into a mall near you, and they would. Oh yeah, you have, have to, to, you'd have to and...
2: buy headshots from yeah. them and stuff.
1: Oh yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. That was a scam and a half.
2: I sent my headshot into them, and they, they 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 threatened to call the police on me, Colonel.
1: Well, you sent the you sent the wrong head, so you got to be got to be, you gotta be oh careful God. about that.
2: Although um, I did get a couple offers. Um, anyway,
1: weird guys.
2: Uh, she met. She then met an immigrant named Evangeli. How would you pronounce that, Brandy?
3: Well, hold on, and I got to find out where Evangli- you are. Evangli- I'm pretty Evangli-
2: sure you're
1: Bukakis, I think. Bukakis. Bukakis. Yes, Bukakis. <laughs> That's... No. All right. Hold on. Evangelos.
2: Evangelos.
3: Evangelo
2: Evangelo
3: Bukakis. Pallakis. Okay. So, hold oh, on. Why don't
2: you take it as an expert because you wrote the book, Colonel? Do you have a chapter on uh, Bukakis?
4: Uh, I I got a chapter on three, Bukakis. <laughs> But just the dual caucus, Timmy, that's become just the norm. You know, i touched i it briefly. You know, you know briefly. who's
2: really into that is Carrot Carrot Top. Yeah. Swear, look at his look at his page, look at his wiki page. He's in
5: okay.
3: can I can I also say that I don't give a fuck about Carrot Top because we're talking about something else. We're not even talking about what you're talking about. The guy just has a weird name, like that he can't okay, say. So she married, this, so guy. She let's married keep, this guy. Let's keep going.
2: He needed to get married in order to be able to stay in the United States. So she married this guy, agreed to marrying, but for a price, Brandy. But then almost immediately yeah, yeah. ended the marriage. He was deported, so she got he paid her. They got married. She ended the marriage, and he got deported. So it doesn't sound like. You got a pretty, you know, kind of sound like you got the short end of the stick, Brandy. At age 21, Bonnie Lee married her first cousin, Paul Garonne. So we was just talking about uh, the killer marrying his first, or first cousin once removed. Well, Bonnie Lee married her first cousin, this Paul Garonne guy, <coughs> at roughly five, and they were married for roughly five years. This would prove to be the longest of her 10 marriages, Brandy. And they had two children together, Glenn and Holly. Uh, yeah. like, you know, because every
4: time, it's like, it's like Charlie Brown and Lucy with the football. Every time, you know this is the one. Yeah, This is the one that's going to work out.
2: Well, Bonnie Lee began a mail order business, sending nude pictures of women, including herself, to men. I don't know who the other women are. She also ran uh, Lonely Heart Club scams and magazines, advertising for a male companion. After communicating with the men who answered her ad, she would ask for money for rent or travel expenses. Now, Bonnie Lee's business and scams eventually afforded her enough money to buy several houses in Memphis, Tennessee. You know who's in front of that, uh, Remember that wrestler uh, who fought, uh, who was always in a feud with, uh, who was the guy? Andy Kaufman. Remember that, Colonel?
1: Yeah. The, the King Jerry Lawler.
2: Yeah, yeah. Remember when he uh, he slapped him on uh, David Letterman? David Letterman.
1: Sure? Yep. Yeah. That was a big deal. That was yeah. a big deal, man. I
4: think it, didn't he knock him out? When he, he knocked him, him over.
1: Out. I mean, he, he, the, the chair completely toppled over, and and uh, yeah, he he knocked the shit out of you. Who hasn't I mean, wanted to, to slap, slap Andy Kaufman? And, I don't know.
4: Everybody wants to slap. Everybody wants to slap Andy
1: Kaufman. Let me just tell you, I, I found on adultfyi.com dot the. Uh, Porn's number one news source. From an article in 2016, Carrot Top was on the Howard Stern Show, and uh, it was revealed that he was into bukkake, but also he was into something that's called the Roman shower, which is being vomited on. Oh! So this guy really has some dark taste (laughs) Carrot Top's a freak. He 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 kind of is. He kind of is. Your thoughts on that, Brandy (laughs)
3: Roman Mm. shower. Oh, my God.
1: Uh, I guess
2: because Romans had the vom- vomitoriums, right? A vomitorium. Mm-hmm. The Roman
1: Shower. What a great name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brandy was got that kinky vomit. head. On It'd be Fair hard to get out.
2: Given the opportunity.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the right you amount know what? Money, I...
3: Yes, I would. Yes, I would. But then I'm just walking away. I don't want to see what happens after that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: How do, you, how do you bring that I mean, up to your partner? Like, hi, would you puke on me? Like, I, how do you get to that point? What's the... You the have to be very heart? comfortable
2: in your shit life. on my
1: leg. Or shit yeah. on my leg.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now, Colonel, do you cover the Roman shower in uh, in your book?
4: I cover it just in the chapter of don't do these things. <laughs> I see. I see. That, that whilst the colonel does not kink shame... I do not approve of these particular acts, in the Roman showers under one of them.
1: So while, while while he doesn't yuck your yum, he's just going to say this is something you should probably stay away from
4: if you. Because you know, back in the day, Timmy, back before men knew better, oftentimes, um, you know, a couple would go out and they'd have way too much to drink, and um, they would start to uh, you know, get romantic. And nothing will break the mood like having a woman vomit in the middle of that. So sometimes you get an inadvertent... I'm not sure care, um, You get an inadvertent Roman shower. <laughs> Usually it lands on your gym shoes. You're all you, you're like... Uh, wah, wah. Okay. Nothing, nothing, that's an amazing Well, story. that's back when Reeboks were coming out and they were new and they were expensive and, you know, you were proud of them. Now you got Hughie Delight vomit on your shoes.
2: <laughs> so,
5: Hewdy so Delight.
2: So
4: Bonnie Lee had these
2: houses in Memphis that she bought. And she also bought a house outside LA. She pursued a Hollywood So career. she's doing well. Here's a the shot, Randy. She wanted to pursue a Hollywood career as a singer and actor huh? under the stage name oh. Lee Bonnie. But
3: Leave but
2: she was unsuccessful. Brandy, shock. Despite her, uh, despite due to a to the nature of her mail order business and other dealings, she was arrested several times. In eighteen uh, of nineteen eighty one, she was arrested in Memphis for drug possession and was fined three hundred dollars.
4: That was a lot of money back then.
2: Five just. Years later, mm-hmm. she was arrested for attempting to pass two bad checks from an account of a Memphis record company. She was fined a thousand dollars and sentenced to work on a penal farm, Colonel. Mm-hmm.
4: <clears throat> they are them big down there too.
2: <laughs> yeah, she was down in Little Rock, so she worked on a penal farm. <laughs> <laughs> And on, on on weekends, and she plead bargain down to lesser charges. In 1998, three years after that, she was arrested in Little Rock, possessing five driver's licenses and seven social security cards, all with different names. Bakley used the IDs to open various post office boxes in order to run her Lonely Heart Club scams. But I'm thinking Colonel if she was married 10 times, I mean she might have, you know, those those uh IDs may be legit.
4: They could be. They could be. You know what? She must have been miserable because think there were there were 10 men who said, "You know what? I just can't take her anymore." I just can't take her. Yeah. You know what I mean? You would think yeah. You would think she would have the good sense like the devil, find a lane, find somebody and say, Oh, this person could tolerate me. I'm staying.
2: Brandy, what's your thoughts?
5: Yeah, you know, I don't care.
2: Would you like to continue the script?
3: I don't I would love to continue the script. Yeah. Is it my turn? Okay, good. Bonnie Lee Bakley Had a history of pursuing celebrities, with her friends and relatives describing her as celebrity
4: obsessed. I hate those women. I hate them. Uh, Yeah, always waiting for me at my Honda CRV. You know,
3: (laughs) they are always waiting for you by the Honda, aren't they? Uh, The Honda
1: CRV, aka the pussy wagon. That's right. (laughs) The The automobile. Sure,
3: yeah. (laughs) Um. Tapes of ba- Bakley's phone conversations reveal that she was starstruck and determined to marry someone famous. Being around celebrities, she once said, "It makes you feel better than other people." She seems nice. In California, uh-huh. here we go. Yeah, in Calif, yeah, here we go. In California, Bakley pursued other celebrities, including Dean Martin, Frankie Valli. Bakley claimed that they had dated when she was a teenager. Valley, of course, denied the claim. And Gary... <laughs> Gary
4: Busey. It seems like Gary Busey could end up peripherally in every one of our podcasts. Yeah. There's one person you ever want to just like spend a weekend with. It's Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Yeah, I, I saw an old movie. Like, uh-huh. It was
2: from like 1970s and he was in it. And it was like this little little cafe out in the middle of the desert, and they were stranded. People were stranded there for some reason. I don't know if it was a rock, you know, a rock fell or something in the road, but they were stuck in this. And Gary Busey was there. He was in the movie, and he played this really obnoxious guy that you just wanted to get away from. And I thought that is Gary Busey. (laughs) Well,
3: and this was also. When did he get in his accident?
2: Oh, I don't know. What what kind of accident was he?
3: Well, this is probably pre his accident. Ex- he had a motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. He's, a
2: psychopath. He's a psychopath. I think he runs he threatened to beat up. Well, now uh, he is.
1: Now
3: yeah. he is, for sure.
1: He was Buddy Holly. But I don't he know was was Buddy, Holland, the Buddy he was. Holly yes, was. Was think his
2: best yes, movie he book. was. Man. So it he looks did. like
1: his, he was critically hurt in Culver City motorcycle crash in nineteen eighty-eight.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe yeah, that was there that was a traumatic brain, brain. No. injury there. How would that you was... like to be hanging out with Randy Gary Busey? So he have was... his phone ring. Mm. You're in a bar with Gary Busey. You know it's going to get crazy, and have his phone ring and say,
0: "Yeah, we're, we're just hanging
4: out and having some beers. Come on over." And it be Nick Nolte show up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm in. I'm, I'm
1: down. The I'm down the with stories that, that there those guys would like tell. Yeah, in in this in this article just, from the Los Angeles Times it says Busey was thrown off his motorcycle. The back of his head struck the curb. He was not wearing a helmet. So that motherfucker's lucky to be alive and walking and not a vegetable. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. well. Well, he He's also had cancer. I and they removed out.
2: a plum sites tumor from a sinus cavity of his.
1: Oh god. He also
2: had a cocaine overdose.
1: Hmm. I wonder if those could be related. Yeah, wow. he, he,
2: they they suspect his brain injury. Yeah. Uh, from it's caused him to be so weird, but yeah, he. Uh, wow. Well, well, he endorsed Nick Gr- Nick Gingrich Gr- Gr- for president. So.
3: Who? Newt. Wow, well, that's his bad, Newt yeah. Gingrich. Good old Newt. Newt, fucking slimy bastard. Anyway. She moved on from Gary Busey, and in nineteen ninety one she became interested in Christian Brando, the eldest son of actor Marlon Brando
4: you know the greatest character uh, in the movies see. ever i believe it's it's kind of a kind of a toss up between uh Marlon Brando as the Godfather or Marlon Brando as Colonel Kurtz in apocalypse now the two greatest characters uh, yeah. The you know, spoiler alert: Rosebud was a sleigh, a sled. No, that was. I don't
5: care.
3: That was something completely different.
2: Citizen Kane. It was. It was a. There you
3: go. So all
2: right. Who was
4: Who Citizen
2: Kane was based on? Colonel.
4: Um. The guy who owned all the newspapers. Jerry Lewis. The guy from San Francisco.
2: He was a news guy, Hearst. Hearst. Yeah. William Randol Hurst, yeah. All right. So this is really, she became interested in Christian really Brando. Oh I my god! an educational podcast. Oh. <laughs>
3: yes, Fab, Please do put Hashtag it under education.
2: Educational.
3: Yeah. Hashtag education. Educationalist. No, anyway,
2: no, you really can learn no, a lot on no, this no, podcast no, if no, you just pay attention. Look oh
1: look at look at Charles and his new slippers. Are they, were those a Christmas gift here,
4: Charles? And his cardigan.
1: What? And his cardigan. He's yeah. a comfy man
4: today. I just uh
2: He's starting a new year right.
4: I was out and I saw him and uh I bought him.
2: That's an amazing story.
3: <laughs> I'm glad that he told it. I feel he better.
2: And I bought anyway. him. Anyway, what, what's your new year's resolution? Yeah.
3: Fucking hell. To do a podcast in under two hours—that's my New Year's resolution.
4: I don't think that's going to happen. All right, you might want to shoot for something else. Not, not today. Hey, the Bengals anyway, don't play till four. We got all kinds of time. We got time. I got time, and I got Negative. shit on my mind, devil.
1: And when's the last time the Bengals played at Sunday at one o'clock? Jesus Christ, it's been forever. Yeah,
2: since Saturday's last Saturday time.
1: games, Thursday games, four o'clock games. That is that.
4: Can I do this one? pose you strike when people ask you for help.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, first of all, I sit by the door, so it's fucking freezing.
5: If my arms are, <laughs> but folded, also, me. Yes.
3: you
4: need a good cardigan. Exactly.
3: Well, and I always have on my resting bitch face when I'm over there.
4: When so I don't know why people insist on asking there, me for help. Or, so you remove it when you leave That is what you're saying? Because you kind of got it going on right now.
3: I wonder why. And Colonel, let me ask you Why? This, why? why could that oh, be? Oh, Oh, good. Oh,
2: don't good. Think a man, Can I go fix one? think a man has the right to dictate what is put on his tombstone, Colonel?
4: Uh, you know what? I think tombstones are for the revenge of the living, Timmy.
2: Well, I I told Leanne what I wanted to have on my tombstone, and she refuses to... Pepperoni and sausage? I want on my tombstone, Colonel. You'll appreciate this, Colonel. I yep. want... Now, that's cards. too much
1: for
3: Tim. You know he's not eating sausage. <laughs> Stop it.
2: What I want, Colonel... Sure. Is on my tombstone. I want the words "Never invade Russia in the winter."
4: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nobody, have, you know what? Because there's still, well, you know, the Russians are kind of learning the Ukraine now. They got planes. as little, but Ukraine's no picnic in the winter either, Timmy. Right, right. Oh my god! I mean, it's not
2: as big as Russia. But I mean, you know how big is your tombstone, right? You know, you, you, right. That's
4: well, that's true. That's true. Okay,
2: but Brandy, what? Uh, anyway, maybe, let me ask. You something. We, right. we haven't. We should pick a. We should do a death pool here for twenty twenty four.
3: Okay, but we're not going to do it yeah, right, right now. now. We're not. That's not a choice that we're having right now. Just
2: quickly. Just quickly.
3: We're going to go with they have my to be under
2: 80
3: years old.
2: No, they have to what? be under eighty years old. Thad, what's your choice?
1: Uh, under eighty. I I feel like it's going to be Phil Collins, and that hurts my heart. But I, I think he's <gasps> he's very close.
5: Why do you feel he's that? He's sick
1: as shit, and he can't move. He can't stand. Aww. I mean, he is he's a sickly man, and it, it it will hurt my heart. But uh, uh, my wife just texted me.
2: Andre and my Brower. wife just texted
1: me. She's going to run errands and be back in a bit. So breaking news. But you got plans? Yeah. Well, she gets to run errands, but I got to sit here with you fuckers
2: and get, get this go done go. before yes, I run here, mine. Here's your pick, Bradley.
3: I don't know who my pick is. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck going, I, because I didn't I'm know
2: about so called. so I don't give a fuck. Chuck, you gotta pick? Oh, you're going with I'm Madonna. I'm thinking
4: I'm I'm gonna go on a couple long shots. Um one is Johnny Depp. <sighs> okay, he's, he's young. Johnny but I, Depp. I can see that. Um possibly and you know, this will depend on a lot of political things. Uh Putin. Okay you never know. You never know. Giuliani's under seventy eight, Timmy. He's only seventy eight. Oh, okay, yeah. But I'm gonna go with an outlier, Timmy. Okay. OJ Simpson. OJ wow. Simpson. Mm. I also think, Wow, I also that's an amazing
1: pick. Uh, you know, Trump shits himself. Have you seen that recently? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. He wears a I Wears know. a diaper and shits himself all the time. He wears a yeah.
3: diaper. Because that are all fucking. Anyway, I, I must. So, have, I
2: must he starts dating. God damn it. Rose. That, that could be.
4: Peter. Imagine what the city would do and he dies.
2: You know nothing. what? Maybe.
4: No, but he doesn't...
3: He's not a nice no, man. Was, no, no, no. You
4: know what? I'm going to disagree with you there. Okay. I, was I don't in, care.
3: In, I just want to read the script.
4: You me. can disagree with me. And I had, it was when the Reds. Had the old timer softball game when they were closing Riverfront Stadium. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I remember that game. And I went not that game, but I remember it, it was right after the after the Reds were done with the season, but before they tore it down.
4: They were going to, they told Pete he couldn't be in it. And Todd Portoon, a uh, great, great politician here and a friend of mine, told Major League Baseball, We have paid for this stadium. We will do what we goddamn well please. But if you don't like it, I will sue you just like I sued the NFL. And he did. And the NFL did not want to open up their books. Yeah, the NFL didn't want to open their books. Fortune knew this. He also knew Major League Baseball didn't want to open their books in a lawsuit. Yep. So Major League Baseball said, okay, we will let Pete
1: play. Because through discovery, you can find
4: out a lot of shit. So, anyway, that... Todd was in charge of keeping Pete on the rails between I the lines for that weekend. Before
2: it came out that Pete had had a tardy relationship with a fourteen-year-old yeah. who he claims he thought was fifteen. <laughs> right.
1: but that's your he, he went. went. He didn't no, deny he didn't. it.
2: That was his defense. I thought. You were I mean, speaking.
1: okay. And this, this is this is this is definitely not to defend that kind of behavior, but it was the seventies. That shit happened all the fucking time in the 70s. Yeah, well, but he was because
2: a 35-year-old man married and he's banging the kid. You know.
1: I no, I, I get it. I'm not saying he's not a piece of shit for that, but I'm just saying it's the 70s and that it's not like today that happening. That would be a huge scandal. It's a 70. I mean, there there's an interview. There's an interview that I that I heard Chris Collinsworth talking about when it was like his his second year playing with the Bengals. Is that he likes high school girls because they're dumb and will do whatever he says? Like, <laughs> wow, man, yeah. that's that's you said that, that in that an interview. Yeah, you can't say that shit today. You'll be canceled in a second.
2: Yeah, but anyway, I like. Po- yeah,
1: no, we would continue with the podcast, but Brandy not. has left and she's muted herself. So,
2: well, okay, well let's let's continue without her. Where are we at? Oh, here she is. Oh. Thank you for coming back, Devil. Yeah, in the middle of the trip podcast over with. Well, yes. I had I was
3: going to start a I could start a roast.
2: <laughs> you, had, you started
1: that at the beginning of the podcast, it would be half done by now.
3: Anyway, oh my god.
1: I know. So, anyway, uh
3: she was interested in Christian Brando, who had become a media fixture when he tra- he was tried for the murder of his half sister's boyfriend, Dad Drollitt. Brando pled guilty, to the lesser charge of voluntary manslaughter, and was sentenced to ten years in prison. While he was in prison, Bailey began writing him and sending photos. After his release in 1996, Brando oh, and Bailey began a romantic prison. relationship.
2: He's sitting in, the cell, so in a sales in 1999. That's how that. That's how that works.
4: That's a captive audience yeah. to me. Yeah,
2: it really is.
4: Yeah. Yes, it is.
3: In 1999, Bakley discovered she was pregnant and initially okay. thought that Brando was the child's father. In June 2000, she gave birth to her fourth child, a daughter. She named you know, if, Christian if, Cannon uh, Brando. You, know
2: you could tell if it was a uh, Brando's daughter or child if they come out if they come out talking like the Godfather, Colonel. You know, yeah,
4: come out with big thing in his Yep, yeah. Christian was a handsome guy, though. Christian was—he was a little crazy, you know. But
2: his wife, his uh, his mother, or mother, or stepmother, or something, she was uh, from Tahiti. Hmm. Tahitian women are not grown. well.
3: While Bakley was involved with Christian Brando, she dated actor Robert Blake. Whom she'd met at a jazz club in 1999. You yeah, know he was
2: at a jazz club. He probably came over to her, Colonel. He's probably real smooth.
4: How you doing, baby? How you doing? I don't
3: know.
4: Bring us another.
3: After the birth of daughter Christian Shannon Brando Bakley told Blake that she was unaware of the child's paternity and that he might be the father of the child. I've been in rascal, Blake. I've been. I was Beretta back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you know he was. That's how you got Leanne. Is that how you got when you lied to her and told her you were Beretta?
2: You may, you may know me. I, I had right. a little TV series right. in the 1970s called Beretta.
3: <laughs> right. Blake insisted on a paternity test,
2: oh, yes, which so later
3: determined that he, not Brando, was the father of Bake, Bakely's youngest child. After paternity was established, the child's name was legally changed to Rose Lenore Sophia there is Blake. A,
4: uh... Was there's a chapter long. in my book, devil, about healthy relationships. And one thing that I say is that if there's ever a paternity test involved in your relationship, you probably got some problems.
3: Blake agreed to marry Bakley under the condition that she sign a temporary custody agreement. Under the agreement, Bakley agreed to monitored visits with Rose and to get written permission for her friends and family to visit Blake's property. What? under the agreement, Bakley agreed to monitor visits. What the fuck? My, anyway, okay. I don't even understand. The agreement was stipulated that if either spouse decided to end the marriage, the other spouse would retain custody of Rose.
2: Did you know Adam Rich died? Huh? The little boy on eight is enough. The one with the brains. No. He died
3: yeah he was not on in my death pool.
2: You haven't given us any, you 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 haven't given us your person yet.
3: Well, I don't need to now. he's dead.
2: Uh, let's see. the spouse would remain custo
3: Rick. attorney advised yeah. her not to sign the document because he thought it was lopsided. Eager to marry Blake, she ignored her attorney's advice. there you go, and signed the agreement on October fourth, two thousand. Bakley and Blake were married in November of 2000. First of all, first of all. So she ignores her attorney because she is such a celebrity whore that she's willing to sign over her daughter in order to marry this guy. Okay, just so we're all clear here what's happening. So they're married. And although they're married, the couple never lived together. Bailey and Rose lived in a small guest house beside the Blake residence. Wait, uh,
2: Colonel, what do you think about the, uh, two different bedrooms for uh, couples?
4: You know, Timmy, as as I have found out and speaking to many couples, have separate bedrooms. Yeah, many, many of them do. I believe I believe snoring yeah, is great. the main culprit, or blanket stealing, which is you know,
3: right. So, surprise, surprise, this relationship was rocky. Mm. Blake was distrustful of Bakley and hired a private investigator to find more information about her. Seems like well, closing the barn door and the horse is out, but whatever.
4: vagina is like Grand Central Station. People just come in and go right. on every day.
3: Blake later found out that Bakley had continued to operate her lonely heart scam during the marriage. Well, I
2: mean, hmm. needs a hobby.
3: <clears throat> so... Yeah. She Love continued me. to operate this Lonely Hearts Club scam. Before her marriage to Blake, Bakley was married nine times. Many of the marriages were short-lived with one lasting a single day.
5: Her eighth husband... Stars.
3: Yes. Her eighth husband was Glenn Wolf, famous for holding the record for the largest number of monogamous marriages. I was
4: well in Center Square and Hollywood Squares. Look, was on there you on. are. Timmy, I was on uh, on the uh, soul train. Really? Like I train. didn't know that. And I, Thanks, did a, I did a I did a one one episode on Don Kirshner's rock concert. Timmy,
2: no, nice, <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> nice care. girl. Mm-hmm.
3: Bakley's marriages to Robert marriage to Robert Blake wouldn't last long. Just months later, Bonnie Lee Bakley was murdered in Los Angeles. After dining with her new husband, on May 4th, 2000, 44-year-old Bonnie Lee Bakley and 67-year-old Robert Blake had dinner at Fitello's, a favorite restaurant of Blake's. After they'd finished their meal, the couple walked back to their car. But on the way there, Blake realized he'd left his gun behind. Oops, silly me. And he left Bakley to retrieve it at their table. Blake, a former child star who made a name for himself in the Oscar nominated film In Cold Blood in 1967. Oh, yeah, Why are we going it's, through all it this right now? The stark right. weather.
2: as You remember we did a, an episode on them? Yeah. So he
3: did a bunch of Tonight Show appearances and he went in and recovered the gun from the restaurant and then
4: went outside to join, rejoin this his back wife. back before people had cell phones, phone. Devil. So. Yeah. You know you know how people are always leaving their phones in the, in the restaurant?
3: Yeah, I don't think a gun is no, the same. Kind
4: of. But
3: let me tell you something. Fucking Thad just went and made an entire fucking New Year's meal because you fuckers won't quit goddamn talking. Out.
2: Who let the dog out? Uh,
3: anyway, as What's Blake that? tells it, he then found Bakery in their car with two gunshot what? wounds. Blake banged on the door of the nearby of nearby resident Sean Stanek, who told ABC News that he was stunned to find the actor on his doorstep. Stanek quickly called nine one one and went to the car, horrified by what he saw. What did he see?
4: What a mess!y
3: I opened the car door. I opened the car door. I sit next to her, fakely, and I pull her up, Stanek recalled. I tell her to squeeze my hand, but all she's doing is gurgling. And there's just a massive amount of blood everywhere. It's probably about a minute or two before he came back. When I saw Robert Blake had a gun, I thought to myself, we're in deep shit. This was a murder. This is your quintessential Hollywood murder story. This is it. Murder noir story, sorry. Witnesses later claimed that Blake's behavior seemed unusual, even phony, and one alleged that the police seemed to handle the actor with kid gloves. For most of the time, paramedics were working on Bakley. He was just sitting on the curb, witnesses claimed, according to people. An officer had his arm around him, just consoling him. Bakley, who'd been shot in the right cheek and the shoulder, died soon afterwards at a nearby hospital. The next morning... Police, to cover, police recovered an unregistered 9mm Walther P-38 in a dumpster about 10 feet away from the crime scene. The vintage gun, once fed, favored by Nazis, contained a bullet that matched the two that had, been, that had been used to kill Bakley. It was not the same gun that Blake had retrieved from the restaurant, and the serial number had been scratched off, making the murder weapon's owner hard to identify. But almost a year later, in April 2002, the Los Angeles Police Department arrested Robert Blake for Bonnie Lee Bakley's murder. The LAPD investigation has developed compelling and conclusive evidence that Robert Blake killed Bonnie Lee Bakley, they said in a statement. The subsequent murder trial would become a media sensation. Uh, in a trial that began at the end of 2004, prosecutors alleged that Robert Blake had tried to hire hitman, hitman to kill Bonnie Lee Bakley, then just decided to do it his fucking self. His motive, they claimed, was that he felt Bakley had tricked him into getting married after she was pre- After she got pregnant, uh, he hated and he hated her for it. Prosecutors Shelley Samuels claimed he talked tough and acted street then he got taken by a small-time get- grifter. The prosecution even played a recorded phone call which per A&E captured Blake berating back Jesus. Blake berating Bakley for lying about promising to get an abortion. Though the defense agreed that Robert did not like his wife, they worked to poke holes in the prosecution's case. They claimed that the alleged hitman Stuntmen who had testified that Blake had asked them to kill his wife were not credible or reliable witnesses because of their heavy drug use. And even though, Jesus Christ, and even though the police had found gunshot residue on Blake's hands, a defense expert insisted that it was a small amount. The expert said that Blake had only four or five particles on Hold his on. hands.
4: Which Let me he, help you out, here, devil, and all of our listeners. If you come across, and this is how Blake got kind of off of this. If you come across a gunshot victim and you go to help them and they've been shot in the chest and you are holding the chest and holding the wound and they've been shot at close range, there is a good chance that you will have gunshot residue on your hands. Because it's on your shirt. It transfers over to your skin. All right. Not a big amount, but a small amount. But he...
3: Well, he would have had nearly 100 particles if he'd fired the gun himself.
5: If you were Robert Blake, In the you end, know. Robert
3: Blake. Right. In the end, Robert Blake was acquitted of murder on March 16th, 2005, although he was found liable for Bakley's death in a civil case later that year and had to pay the family $30 million, leaving many questions about Bakley's murder. Indeed, some cl- some have claimed that Blake was innocent and that Bakley's former lover, Christian Brando, arranged her death. In another taped phone conversation, Brando was heard berating Bakley about her controversial lifestyle. You're lucky someone, somebody ain't out there. Wait a You're lucky somebody ain't out there to put a bullet in your head. Christian Brando died in 2008, and the mystery of Bonnie Lee Bakley's death has endured ever since. Robert Blake died. On March ninth, twenty twenty-three. Oh, what really what really happened that night in two thousand and one? It seems that we will never know. The well, end. you're right,
2: uh, Brandy. He the his uh, Monnelly Bakley's daughters sued Robert Blake for uh, cause of her, uh, of their mother's death. And they won a thirty million dollar lawsuit. He, uh, Robert Blake, appealed that, and he, at appeal it was upheld, but they reduced the uh, uh, the amount from thirty million to just fifteen million. Rodney, your thoughts on that? You could have included that yeah, in the script. I,
3: just, I don't know why you didn't. I know yeah. you like to do that. Uh, no, you should have to pay the whole thirty million. He's got Beretta money.
2: No, but he—he's uh, he got—he's got our gang money. So, Brandy, what who who do you believe killed Bonnie Lee Bakley? Well, you know the Robert. Brandy. Well, he—I don't think he killed her himself, but uh, there were two uh, stuntmen, Hollywood stuntmen, came forward and mm-hmm. said that he tried to arrange. Uh, hit for hire. That one of them right. had a long history yeah, of illness. That's, that's what he said. And the other had a long criminal history. And I guess they were not seen by the jury as reliable. Well, the but who are you gonna you don't get you don't get the
3: PTA president to go kill your wife. You find a fucking criminal so sitting there going, well, we couldn't prosecute because those guys grew <laughs> no shit. <laughs> no fucking Uh-oh. shit.
1: You got to find yourself an upstanding citizen to kill your wife.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. But well, anyway. The only restaurant uh, I'm ever carrying a gun it, to is Chuck E. Cheese. They,
2: they, they, fa- they didn't find him guilty, found him not guilty. And the prosecutor of the case said that uh, basically Robert Blake did it and the
4: jury were idiots. But
2: that's a problem. You know, they they're sore
4: losers, maybe, Carl. Yeah. Well, well, clearly. I believe that I believe he had something to do. I believe he had a hand, maybe. Made, Timmy. Mm-hmm. I see. But I don't you believe he pulled the trigger. He, himself. It was a hit for hire. It was. I believe it was. Thad, what's your final
2: thoughts on Bonnie Lee Bakley? Well, I I, I agree with, with
1: Brandy and Chuck. I, I think he was involved, um, because I think it, it would be way too big of a coincidence for him to say, Oh, I left something behind. And in those five minutes or whatever, someone happens to just be lurking in the shadows and shoots and kills your wife. So, I mean, he he did that because he wanted an alibi, right? He's like, oh, I wasn't it, there, it was- so it couldn't have been me. And all these people in the restaurant saw me. But I think that motherfucker was definitely yeah. behind it. He was the one pulling the strings.
2: All right. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next time on History Drees. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. She's like a Karen in reverse
4: I don't give a fuck about you I don't give a fuck about anything I'm getting paid
1: Chuck is the embodiment of the gin blossoms lyric If you don't expect too much from me You might not be let down
3: people are nasty they cut in front of each other in line then they almost get in a fight that was fun i was encouraging that a little bit
4: merry motherfucking christmas